Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Okay, I am recording. Yay. Oh, hi, I'm recording. Oh, hi, hi, here I am. Hi. Hi. Oh, cool. Uh, hey, hey, so, uh, what, what are we recording? Um, magic? Oh. Are you not familiar with the Frat Chat podcast? Internationally renowned podcast? Is it uh, like that thing you're... Your Uncle Patrick does, where he makes his thumb disappear inside my hiney? Oh, no, 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 We don't talk about that on, on, the, on, on the, um, the pod. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. What I'm part sorry. of Keep That a Secret did you not understand? Oh, well. Now I gotta, now I gotta send a fucking fruit basket. Oh, uh, he always says that you're the fruit basket. <laughs> He's not the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. Oh, young man, like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's Fragile Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Yo, what's up, dude? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic because I'm already seeing tickets selling fast for the greatest comedy show of all time on Friday, June 25th at Broadway Comedy Club. It's, uh, you know, a little bit of a special Pride edition, you know, featuring Chris Moore, Liz Glazier, and Veronica Garza rocking the lineup out. Uh, you got me, you got Roddy McGinnis, and Barack Zib for, you know, the non-gays, the questionables in the lineup. But You know how I feel. Everyone's a few drinks from touching something. You know? Exactly. And I plan on having plenty, my friend. Yeah. So make sure you get your tickets as well at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or at the greatest comedy show website because the shows have been packed and they've been fun. So I like seeing that the June show already getting rocking with those ticket sales. So check us out, my friend, at greatest comedy show on all social channels. And yeah, check us out. So have they increased capacity yet? Yeah, we're back. We're back to full 100% capacity, my friend. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, I got so much room for me to go in and dance in. I can, I can go into the crowd, you know, and do all that sexy crowd work I used to do. Oh, you know, yeah. like where I get naked and do snow angels with people's chicken fingers in the back row. It's so fun. You know what? So fun. You I've repressed that. that memory until this moment. <sighs> And aren't you glad you did? <laughs> I got to count to 10. Um, <laughs> well, that's fun. That's that's awesome. I think that this last show was so much fun. And it was such like a breath of fresh air because it was monsoon season. So it was just so nice to be indoors and uh, uh, yeah. amongst friends. Man, the lineup was fantastic. I really feel like people right now are just ready to have fun. So every, every audience yeah. we've had has been like was ready to rock and roll and there's been a lot of audience engagement yeah for sure and the comics have been bringing their a-game too and i love it honestly i've been seeing some of the funniest stuff 
uh, on stage since we've returned uh, than before I left. So it feels like everybody's leveled up a bit, which is great. So come check us out. Be our best selves, you guys. Yes. Like so um, are we allowed to talk about the new addition to your family or is it hush hush? Ooh. Well, I haven't made the announcement official to the Fratchat Podcast world. But yeah, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. We're getting a puppy, you guys. <laughs> Carlos right, is not pregnant. A child. <laughs> That's uh, since I had the operation. Can I have kids anymore? So we just got a dog. Yeah. Uh, you know. No buns yeah, in his oven. He has a barren oven. <laughs> I sure do. You know what? I got roofied in Baltimore City one time at this place called Lucille's. We've talked about it. And uh, I went yeah. to the hospital, and the doctors were like, you know, unfortunately, like this drug has been known to make people sterile. And I was like, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> my mom was like, oh my <laughs> God. I'm like, nope, we're good. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, it's like, it's cool. But can't get pregnant, doctor. I don't have a problem. No matter how hard I try, and I'm sure you know that I try. Remember when that guy wrote that <laughs> on Reddit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. As far as insults go, that guy kind of had the best ones. Um, so I got to give it to him. It was pretty good. <laughs> I haven't posted on Reddit in quite some time. You know, though, those trolls just love trolling me. I, I feel like I took away like, their their leisure activity i gotta post some stuff to get them some something to look forward to you know they do i had basically just one troll that followed me around for a few posts but other than that people were genuinely pretty pleasant to me i remember one one guy got mad because he was like (laughs) carlos you stole my batman post i'm the only one in the world that's allowed to talk about batman and you're like uh (laughs) sorry dude (laughs) yeah i know people uh get really uh get really crazy on there so yeah it is what it is but i still love them yeah you know as long as it engages that engagement on my post you know it's cool it's cool because then it gets other people to see it and then they up like my post so you know that's how we get engagement up yeah yo um, so i'm gonna say something catty for right now and that is um oh you no never. you know what i'm really enjoying right now in new york is the fact that what's that um okay uh if you want to go to a lot of bars they're requiring that you show proof of a vaccination. And you can't just like doctor or use someone else's, you know, vaccination card. You have to have one that has your name on it and also have a photo ID that has the same name. So, um, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, everyone, please make sure you take a picture of your vaccination card. Otherwise, you're going to be that goober outside while all your friends are inside having a good time. Oh, oh so, so by that goober, do you mean me after the show when... Uh we try to go into the gay bar and they were like, where's your vaccination card? And I was like, what? What do you mean? Uh, like, what? Who has their fucking vaccination card? It's pouring rain. Why would I have my vaccination card right now? And it does not fit in my wallet, sir. Uh, Damn. Damn it. It was awful. You know? Uh, so, so anyway, I think it's really funny that all those like anti-maskers and the people who are like, I'm not getting vaccinated. Like there's really nothing for them to do. They're the only ones that now like have to wear their mask <laughs> and yeah, uh, they be. can't they can't go to bars or anything fun. Like we had this person at work. I won't say her name, but she's kind of a hot mess. And of everyone at work, she's the only one now that's required to wear her mask. And I'm loving it. So she watches all of us de-masks and she is just that's a hot mess. So fu- honestly, it's kind of hilarious when you see something like that. Uh, on the sadder news, I did find out that someone uh, recently died of COVID 
because they just chose not to get the vaccine. But here's the thing. They were afraid that the vaccine was going to have adverse effects with their life. And they didn't get the vaccine and they died. So it's kind of like, well, I think uh, death is a worse adverse effect, you know? Well, that's stupid. I don't want to be mean, but it's like, what a dumb way to go. So, yeah. I mean, at this point, too, when you're seeing the numbers go down so much, do you really want to be that person who fucking dies of COVID because they didn't get vaccine people? Just go get it. It's free, and everybody can get it. So not to do a PSA, but it kind of sucked. It kind of sucks to see people still dying of this when it can be preventable. You know, so. I um, I, I think about, like, when I was younger and, like, throwing a fit at the doctor's office and be like, please, no shots, no shots. Like, sorry, dude, we got to give you a shot. Me throwing a hissy fit. You know, I grew out of that phase, and I feel like some people didn't. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of it is just oh, people yeah. are, like, low-key – you know, scared shitless of a shot. I, I'm pretty good with needles. I have to say, it's not like I like them, but you know, I don't know. Got to do it. You know what? I say, pick, pick, prick, whatever, poke. I don't care. I'm ready. It's Pride Month. Do it. Do it. And speaking of being ready, by the way, uh, I want to give a shout out to the good people of India because I'm looking at this map and our numbers just keep growing there, and I just love it. So I just want to give a shout out to the people of Noida. The people of Meerut, the people of Lucknow, the people of Varanasi, the people of Patna, the people of Ranchi, the people of Bhubaneswar, the people of Hyderabad, the people of Katiri, the people of Bengaluru, the people of Pune, the people of Nashik, the people of Indore, the people of Bilwara, the people of Patna, and more. My God, there are so many of you that it's honestly impossible to name all the cities in one segment anymore. So thank you guys so much for the love. And also in the U.S., uh, I'm seeing that map looking quite, quite full uh, all over, too, which is just a beautiful, beautiful sight. And we're, and we're even populating up in France, my friend. The French are loving the Frat Chat Podcast. We're all over this place. I love it. I love it. I'm a happy man. But anyways, who complimented you and why? So... After our show the other week, I like at the end of my set, I made a joke about Fleet Week, and I and I said something along the lines of like, like Fleet Week is always at the end of May, just before Pride Month, and until recently, I thought Fleet Week was just code to invest in enemas, and I also thought that all the sailors were just a preview, but it turns out I was right. This this gay couple that was there were, were like, um, we come every year for Fleet Week. This is, this is our preview to Pride Month. So yeah, yeah, yes, we go to the gay bars. We look specifically for um, cuties in uniform. And I was like, oh, yes, bitch, go ahead, get it. Yes. So yeah. I was like, look at that. I mean, that one, one year we had a few that came into the show, and it was honestly so much fun. Yeah, and, and I was and hosting. They were wearing their little uniforms. And I had no idea what Fleet Week was, and I really thought they were like, part of like a dance routine like pre-pride like like village people type stuff and i was, I was like you're real the navy people. they're like yeah you're really in the navy they're like yeah <laughs> like no actually you have to clear the stage soon we we're about to perform so please sit down sir uh five six seven eight in the navy dum, 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 in the navy <laughs> uh okay so so the past few weeks we've we kind of like gone down memory lane we talked a lot about like 
getting smashed back in the old days and whatnot. I mean, that seems to be what people like. Uh, uh, when we try to get artistic and talk movies, they're like, sure, great episode. But when we talk about getting drunk and puking and our filthy assholes, ratings skyrocket. Frat chat listeners, you dirty whores. You dirty skanks. <laughs> you know, so we, we, went, we, we talked a lot about, like, partying and whatnot because, you know, it was our choice. And, you know, we, we would... Uh, go to socials and go to parties and just let loose but do you remember the first pledge event that you got smashed oh the first pledge event that i got smashed yeah uh, i the first one i remember getting weird at was big little olympics but that was actually you know so much fun you would find out who your big was officially and then you form a team with them and play against all the other pledges and their bigs in like a beer olympic uh type related game well that sounds like a good time we didn't have that that was after me oh i didn't know that we didn't have anything like let me tell you how we found out in our induction ceremony we had some creepy like sweaty palm on our shoulder and then we turn around we're like oh you're our big great and then we all had to say some stuff like in a line and it was awkward as fuck. And then they would struggle to put a fucking fucking pin on us. And then uh, oh. after that, we would go and get oh. wings. Oh, well, that sounds um, that sounds fun. Awful. You guys had fun. Sounds no, see, but that sounds that sounds so fun, you know. <laughs> no, was, I, I guess hated just... ritual meeting. <laughs> oh. <Woo. laughs> Well, yeah, we had we had the ritual beating too, but I guess you know after having big little Olympics, it didn't seem so boring. Because we I'm were, a little jealous. Like, I, mean, I want to do awesome. We had, can we just yeah, redo so, it so one day? My little fucking rocks. We should just have a a big, big little Olympic. You know, 20 years later. So 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 basically, what you're saying is that you didn't have it because you're too old, right? Oh, you know, because what's that? You're too old. I don't know because that's not what my injectionists would say. They say that I look not a day o- over 25. Well, that's only if you started counting from 30, though. That, that's what he meant. So if you started counting from 30, you know, it's not it's not actually Let me tell you, you I look so preserved. Now, now when I ejaculate, <laughs> it's just dust. Yes, but, yes. But who cares, you know? Yeah, Simo, Simo wakes up in the morning. And it looks like well, when they excavated the tomb of King Tut. You know what I mean? They opened it up. His arms are crossed. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, you know, it looks fantastic. But yeah, we would play like uh, beer pong, Civil War, Flip Cup, uh, a shotgun relay, and most importantly, the event known for making as many people puke as it did blackout. The game that determines whether you are a man with a plan or just looking for directions. The Redneck Relay. So it's whoever uh, like, like drank the most and you have like rankings. Yes. And then... uh. I believe it was either the best team and the worst team at the end of the night would go against each other and do the Redneck Relay. <laughs> the Redneck Relay involved three or four different stations. And in the teams of two, one would go first and go through all the stations. And then you come back and tag your partner. And then they would do it themselves. And the first team to complete it would win. And basically, the stations were uh, the first thing I think was shotgunning a beer. Then you would move on to the next thing, which was you would do chug a cup of beer, like a full cup, and then flip it. Then there was a beer chug, which it ranged. I, I saw it done with a full cup, and then I saw it done with a bottle, and I saw it done with a cap, but they had to finish it all. 
and then they would cap it off with a warm shot of whiskey at the end. Uh, which was brutal, but also, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty awesome. It was fun to do. Uh, I volunteered to do it with my littles a bunch of times, and uh, I have to say, we never lost. Because you had like four littles, right? Yeah, I had, I had four of them. Yeah, so. you were a skank. But you know what, though, to our listeners, watching Carlos chug a beer is really, like, breathtaking. Oh, like, my I always say, not, not all heroes wear capes. Some That's right here! hats, and they rip the sleeves off their t-shirt. Sibo <laughs> always admires when a guy can swallow you guys. You know, so that's that's what it is. That's and, exactly uh, what it is. I swallow with the best of them. Yeah, just like Hold my dad. Out, bring it in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun event. I'm I'm a little uh, yeah. Yeah. jealous that we didn't have anything like that. But you know what though? A lot of our bigs, when I pledged, like weren't really like active. You know, it, it seemed like I don't know about you, but there's a lot of the same guys at all the events and um, there was definitely yeah. a common denominator to all the guys that had nothing else to do but to go to a pledge event. Uh, and I didn't go that frequently myself because I was like, I don't want people to think that I have no other plans, even though I'm just at home watching Friends reruns and, you know, talking, you know, to my grandma in my PJs and, you know, I might have a mud mask on. I didn't want people to know that, you know, I just wanted them to think that I was, you know, popular. Actually, I'm pretty sure while you were in college, uh, Friends was still going because you, Friends went off the air in 2004, right? So weren't you in college by then? Um, I graduated in 2007, thank you. Yeah, so when did you pledge the fraternity? No, I'm talking about as a brother going back to the pledge events. Oh, okay, okay. When I pledged, it was 2004. <laughs> But they would be like, Simo, are you coming tonight? I'd be like, I have plans, thank you. But I really didn't have plans. I just didn't want them to think that, like, I was desperate for friends, oh, even though man. I was. Uh, well, he was just desperate to catch up on all the friends he missed during pledging in 2004. It was the last season, you guys. Cool, so, you right. know, and there was no TiVo. There's no Netflix. So he had to do what he Isn't had to do. Isn't it sad when some of our favorite shows were on TV land now or, like, Nick at Night? And you're like, what? I know. That's so sad. It's like the, the old school classics. But, man, that's so sad. I, I, I would have hate to have missed uh, Beer Olympics, you know, especially for just for being too old. You know, it's just, that's just like a bummer. You know what? Yeah. I only had one little. Oh, what, what can you do? And so I wonder oh, yeah? if I missed an, a really important Beer Olympic event with my little. Or I wonder if maybe I just wasn't invited. Well, he had a little in my pledge class. So he, you know, uh, he got to do it. You know, he didn't have to miss it. Seems like only you missed it. Speaking of family name, I will say that my favorite thing about um, just well, not well, one of my favorite things about the fraternity in general was how close our particular family was. So like, my little had littles, and my big might have other littles. So I had like twins. You know what I mean? And uh, or I guess siblings. Oh yeah. So um, uh, we were considered the Flask family, and we were we would always have Flask family nights. And then sometimes we would invite the alcoholic family. And so the, the two of our families would like compete in stuff. Not quite beer Olympics, but we would just drink and have a good time. And it was just very exclusive. So we felt very privileged because other people, you know, the Patriot family wanted to come, but they couldn't come because they weren't invited, you know. Well, I was a Patriot family. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I will say uh, when, when, when I got done through that fraternity, we kept winning, especially the Garcia lineage 
of the Patriot family kept winning best family in the fraternity. Everybody was like, Flask who? Flask who? Alcoholics who? No one can remember that because they were too busy chanting my family's name. Woo! Nice. It was good times. It was good times. But by the way, I, I'm, I'm sad you missed Beer Olympics because Beer Olympics actually introduced me to a little concept that helped me all throughout pledging later on, which is the puking rally. Oh, yeah. You know? Drink till you puke. Like all these games about chugging and shit, and especially the redneck relay, you gotta puke a little bit to get going. And I used to not get it. I used to just always try to hold everything down because then you get optimum drunk. But sometimes you just gotta empty the tank. You know what I mean? Especially with these games. So yeah, I think I think it's actually was beneficial for me to see the puke and rally at work. Oh yeah, you know, it, ta- it taught me a few things. <laughs> But again, you wouldn't know because you were too I old. I mean, I'm familiar with puking and rallying, though. <laughs> I invented that shit. Hello. Back in the Cibos days, they call it vomiting. Back in the modeling days, sometimes I had to. I had to make the weight. They told, they called it cleansing. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> you know, I, um, uh, did you ever have, like, a brother come to the, to, like, a pledge event that would be like... What's my scroll number? And you'd be like, who are you? Yeah, who the fuck More are you, More importantly, dude? how old are you? And what plans were canceled tonight? Like, did you just get dumped? <laughs> Go have a family. Wait a minute. If you're <laughs> here, then who's managing the Olive Garden right now? You know, like, aren't you, like, due to get your prostate checked? You should go do that. <laughs> and stop hazing 18-year-olds, you loser. You know? All the time, dude. Oh, One in particular, but we make fun of him enough, so I don't want to mention his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are talking about. See? It was funny. I remember we got this pledge book, and I it was misleading because I thought this pledge book um, uh, was going to dictate our pledge process. Because remember in the back of the book, they were like, this is how you set a table. And this is how you tie a tie. And I really thought that we were going to go through like some intense etiquette training, which I so desperately needed. But no, they didn't give a flying fuck about that. Those were any of the questions during our Jeopardy. Remember Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. Jeopardy was awesome. I mean, we did cover Jeopardy a little bit on the show. We did an episode. Check it out. Early this season, one of our fantastic story time episodes. And long story short, our fraternity's version of Jeopardy is not the traditional version of Jeopardy. Sure, there are questions, and um, if you get a question right, I guess you get to win stuff, but no one gets any questions right. And if you get a question wrong, you were punished by either eating something gross, doing a workout, or having to drink a fuck ton of alcohol. And then if you get the da, 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 daily fuck you. Aww. The double daily fuck yous. God, yes, with the double daily fuck yous. Did you get double daily fuck you? Oh, of course I did. I remember they would ask stupid questions like, what's the average speed of a cheetah? I know now it was 60 miles an hour because I memorized it after yeah. that event. I'm like, they might ask me another stupid question again. But I wish that they would ask us things that matter, like... You know, like, who's a good DUI lawyer? <laughs> like, how do you make the perfect jello shutter? Or what are symptoms of STDs that you should look out for? These are things that really matter to us in college, not the average speed of, of a cat. Who cares? Uh, the STDs, uh, as long as the itch stopped, you know they just ignored it. 
By the way, speaking of cats, my roommate's cat is squealing outside my door. Squealing. It's, it's, uh, don't get me wrong, I like the attention, and I like when I come home that, that there's an animal here to greet me, but it really, I really need to cut the cord, the, the umbilical cord. I mean, this cat is just so attached, which is gut-wrenching. You gotta get a bottle, fill it up with water, and, and like a hint of vinegar, like a hint, not a lot. And then when it does that, spray that shit on it, right in the face. Oh, really? And it'll go away. Yeah, cats don't like water, and they don't like, with the hint of vinegar, the smell... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, get a little spray and just, you know, only do it obviously when you don't want it there, but then it'll, it'll learn boundaries. You got 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 to teach your pussy boundaries or else it'll, you know, swallow you up whole. Yeah, run all over you. I've heard. You I've know? seen pictures. Things get hairy if you don't if you don't set boundaries with your pussy. Yeah. You know? I don't want to be in a sticky situation. <laughs> nope. Nope. We absolutely do not want to do that. Uh, you know, sometimes they say water under the bridge, but things can get too wet. We let that happen, so... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know what? I think my little <laughs> peed himself during Drunk Jeopardy. I was just about to say, the thing about Jeopardy is that after Jeopardy, people were so drunk, and note that this is during Hell Week, you guys, so the pledge is we have to stay at the fraternity house, and I just heard the cat, actually. <laughs> Can you hear it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I like that nothing to do about it. I locked it in my Once roommate's room. the podcast. Room. Uh, I locked it in my roommate's room and kept squealing. So I was like, okay, let it out. And then it's outside my door. And I keep seeing my doorknob jiggle. And it's like, out of like a horror movie. Oh, it's like a monster. The cat's like, make sure to shop at the Moonlight Clothing. Check them out at the Moonlight.com. Oh. Meow. Or at the Moonlight Clothing on Instagram. Meow. Thanks, exactly. cat. Always making sure we get our sponsors. But yes, people would do the weirdest shit during Jeopardy. And uh, we were, you know, we we had to sleep at the fraternity house. And by the time that I pledged, actually, they installed a little pledge cam. So they were able to keep an eye on us. And after the fact, we we kept using that. So then we were able to keep uh, an eye on future pledges. And I saw, I mean, people piss themselves. Uh, you know, some of them would sleep talk, they would dance, they would roast each other, like, say, like, all the awful things they had pent up inside about each other, and, like, almost like the other person wasn't there, they would just, all their inhibitions would go down. And I did even see some borderline gay stuff uh, happen that was just weird, but pretty funny to watch. But I definitely saw a kid almost pee on one of my littles one night. (laughs) Well, I was playing video games, <laughs> and it was, uh, I was playing with one of the brothers, and I looked over at the other TV where he had the camera, and then I see a pledge standing with his back to the camera, and then in front of him, I like, I, I can kind of see that there's this kid there, and he's on his knees, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Is this, what, ew, what the fuck? <laughs> it's called fellatio. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, is this what I think it is? But then I look over, and then I see a small stream of pee start forming uh, from as the guy, like, started wavering, the one standing up. And I realized this dude's taking a piss, and the stream of piss is getting closer and closer to my little, who, again, I don't know why he was on his knees. I, I, you know, I guess he was sleep, uh, like, sleepwalking or something, but I would like to know why he was on his knees. But anyway, Yeah, me too. He was... Yeah, I need it for my spank. The stream is getting closer and closer, so we're like, no! And I just remember running down, and it felt like in slow motion, like, no, don't 
don't pee on my widow. And then I pushed my little away. Uh, and then I, and then the, meanwhile, another brother woke up the kid that was peeing, who was literally just like sleepwalking, peeing, just drunk as shit, and was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. And luckily no one got peed on, but it was very, very close. And I know for a fact, if this happened while we were able to stop it, a lot of people got pissed on. During your day before pledge oh, camp. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Gross. At least with us, we were always watching them to make sure. Because, you know, you want to make sure no one got sick. Or if, you know, someone's walking around, you don't want them to slip and fall and get hurt. So we wanted to make sure to keep an eye on them. But before there was a camera, what do they do? I don't know. <laughs> people got peed on. I don't quite remember. <laughs> but, I don't, but I don't think any of our pledge brothers, like in my pledge class, peed on each other. That's just, that's something y'all started doing. We, we didn't we didn't pee pee on people's faces. Y'all, you mean you gotta um, talk to your little? That's why that's who that's who started this all. I didn't piss myself or anything, and no one. I don't think anyone in my pledge class pissed on themselves. But I do know for a fact that uh, there was someone that night that got drunk and peed in a corner. And they used a sweatshirt to, like, wipe it up. And then the next morning, the guy who uh, we called the water boy on last week's episode uh, (laughs) put on that sweatshirt. And we were walking to campus to go to class, and he was wearing it. And then the kid who used it to wipe up the pee was like, dude, I used that to wipe up pee and he said no you didn't it wasn't this sweatshirt but it reeked of pee Ew, <laughs> and wow. he just he wouldn't own up to it but he he wore it like all morning so i guess he didn't get peed on but he wore the pee pee soaked sweatshirt for most of the goddamn day like all day long and you know i once he found out that it was peed on he kept it on let me tell you, as a former model, um, urine has never been big on the runway. Whether it's Milan, no. Paris, New York, never seen it at a fashion week. Just saying, oh, no, PP no. stains have never been a fad. And did you guys have to make it to McDonald's the next morning after your Jeopardy? Because we didn't, but we were supposed to. Um, but only apparently during, not many classes do. Uh, during Hell Week? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, you guys made the walk after your Jeopardy night? That's pretty impressive. We did we every did. day. We, yeah, ours were, were our McDonald's was further away because the house had moved, but they knew that we weren't going to be awake based on how shitty of a shape everyone was in. But I tried to stay awake anyways, and I basically I found out that the camera was there, so I was like <laughs> drunk dancing in front of it and doing everything I could to you know make myself laugh, make the brothers laugh upstairs, and it's a fact of stay awake. But I fell asleep like 20 minutes before our alarm. And then we all slept through it. And I just woke up to like the brothers hazing us. Like, what the fuck? You slept through your walk. Yeah, like, so so what? Waterboy wears pee pee yeah. clothes. Yeah. We all make literally. Mistakes. They were they, they were splashing him with water to wake him up. And I was like, actually, you're doing him a favor. He smelled like piss. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Ew, what a dirt ball. In his defense, he was really drunk and he didn't know it, but he was he's probably just trying. Because at this point, you know, he was already getting ripped on for a lot of things. Uh, he probably just didn't want to add pee-pee sweatshirt to the repertoire <laughs> of jokes. So he just pretended like it wasn't the one that got peed on. But, you know, like, it was clearly the one that did. Like, you know, so I think at that point, you should have just taken off the sweatshirt and taken the owl and moved on. Well, speaking but, of splashing know, water. He just took um, the pee instead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to do the Edwards 40 hands during Hell Week? 
Yeah, you know, I think, speaking of PP, I think that um, my little brother's actual big brother peed himself at that event. I think that bitch did pee himself. Edward Forty Hands was an event that we had to do because, um, because Colonel Douche made us. Well, that was Brass Monkeys. The Brass Monkeys was to get his signature, but during Hell Week, we had to do Edward Forty Hands. But we had a 40 in one hand and then a half gallon of milk taped to the other hand. Ew, gross. No, we didn't do that. That would have killed me because I can't do dairy. <laughs> That's right, you can. It gets ugly. It's really ugly. But anyways, uh, which one? Yeah, for us, when we did it, the Brass Monkeys was honestly easy. But the Edwards 40 hands doing it with a 40 in one hand and the milk on the other hand was gross. Because, I mean, I had the beer first thinking that was the easier the two liquids to take down and then i did the milk but then all i managed to do is just like projectile vomit for the next 20 to 30 minutes like i don't think i kept any of the booze down as a result of it because it just all got mixed in with the with the milk puke so i think if i had to do it again i would have done the milk first and then puke all that up and then after that do the booze and then so I can hold that in my stomach and then at least be a little drunk after the fact. Because a 40 is like three and a half beers. So I'm like, on no sleep, that'll give you a nice buzz. You know, that's exactly why I did not invite anyone over to my apartment for any pledge events. You know, I think that 40s are normally malt liquor, so isn't isn't it stronger than beer? Well, it depends what you buy, but it can be. Definitely can be, but then of course they bought like the cheapest ones. Uh, Colt forty five. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 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 However, I will say, maybe. Ah, see, it's it's also tough because if I have it in my hand taped while I do the milk, then the beer is gonna get warmer in my hand. But also, while it's warmer, it is easier to drink than when it's really cold. So I don't know. It's tough. It's a, it's a tough strategy. I don't know what I would do. I'd be afraid to try it again, though, to be honest. I don't know that I need to drink that much milk. <laughs> so when we did Edward 40 hands... Too much milk! It was, it was two, like, legit 40s. And we did it at, um... I forget his pledge name, but it was in his house. And he had a he had a bad reputation for being angry. But I thought he was a lot of fun. Like, he was one of my favorites to drink with because he was just had no filter and maybe he had a DUI or something and people just had a, an idea <laughs> that he was out of control but he was fun to me um however uh okay so so after we did the 40s you know a lot of people were passed out but I was still awake and so was um uh the late rim job rest in peace and um uh I was flask family he was alcoholic family and so then I guess he thought it'd be a good idea for us to do checkers, but he had the checkers as shot glasses. So we were playing, I don't remember ending the game. I just remember doing lots of shots of whiskey, like cheap, gross whiskey. And then all I know is that when I woke up the next morning, like on the floor, um, that was when Colonel Douche had an eyebrow shaved off. So I guess <laughs> he shaved off an eyebrow. And I wonder looking back if he purposely made us all drunk so there was no witnesses. None of us remember. I would say so. I would definitely say so. But at the same time, it feels like that's just the sort of thing that they loved to do uh, back in the day, too. Like, really fucked up pranks. <laughs> like, for example, right before we recorded, I actually got a text from someone in the fraternity who was telling me about how basically one night during his pledging, this was before your time, uh, their pledge dad didn't have a pledgement for them. So... What he did is made them pound a bunch of vodka, 
the run the steps of the parking garage uh, while the dude went to his girlfriend's apartment and banged her. And then once he was done, he came back and was like, okay, that was the pledge event. Go home. Say like, what? <laughs> so he literally uh-huh. just made him chug vodka and run stairs. So I have a feeling that, you know, when in doubt, just get the pledges drunk. What's the modus operandi back then? You know what I mean? So. See, I think it's... I. I don't think it's that bad. Like, I, I think it's really bad if you make people drink to excess and they're yeah. dying from it. But to have a few beers, like, I like to have a first date at a bar because that way we can each have a couple beers and, like, lower inhibitions, just relax a bit and just have a good time. So I think it's, it's nice when you're, you know, essentially when you first meet your plush brothers, you're all strangers. So why not, like, throw back a few beers? Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely fun moments. So, like, I always, anything that was drinking related that would have the potential of having fun, I supported 100%. Now, the don't fuck your brother. I was just event. about to talk Ooh, about that what? one. Remember that? <laughs> I was just about to say, well, how do you feel about that one? I think we mentioned a little bit about it before, but we haven't really gotten in detail. Uh, don't fuck your brother, or DFYB as we called it, was essentially an event where the pledge class would be broken up into two teams that would race each other and chugging a gallon of beer per round and then you would do it a few times throughout the event and basically you would line up uh, front to back just how you wipe and uh, you would drink until there was either dripping from the gallon or you took your mouth up the jug so then you when you did you had to pass it to the person behind you no matter how much was left of it and so you would go on and on until it got to the last person and whoever got it last would then have to drink the whole thing so basically, it was supposed to be a lesson in carrying your weight. You know what I mean? Like if everybody had an equal amount, then by the time it gets to the last person, you don't have to drink that much and it's great. But when everybody fucks around, by the time it gets to the last person, they have to carry all the load and do all your work. Uh, but it was illustrated by getting you shit house. However, the weird thing about it for me was that I drank a shit ton during mine, but I wasn't really that drunk. I don't really know why. To be honest, maybe because I puke too much. I don't know. Because you're probably on fat kids plan at the, uh, the uh, dining halls. That's probably true. Probably Newell. Soak it all up. Let me get a <laughs> I mean, I was you know? I was to the point of sober where I was actually allowed to drive home after the fact. Uh, a brother gave me the DUI test they give on people on the side of the road, and I passed everything. So he was like, "Wow, like okay, you're fine," and he let me go. But when I was pledged dad, I actually did it again with the pledges because those kids there was only 11 of them so the teams would have been uneven so i was like well you know the pledge that's supposed to be your best friend i'll do it with you guys and then i joined in and even out the teams and for that one i got fucking drunk you guys like like i remember at, at the end of it you're supposed to give like a little speech you know what i mean uh, at the all, all the pledge events and you explain the point of the event and blah, blah blah my speech took like 43 minutes i smoked like four cigarettes while while talking like i just would not stop and i was so drunk that it i mean it took forever and they were loving it and so i felt like i was i was king among men but no no it was definitely the worst speech ever <laughs> i went to a few and i did my own of course but we never competed it was always just oh, one really? team. and then whoever was at the end got fucked and had to drink the remaining amount um, and then uh, when I did it, we, I think I think this event could have been fun, but unfortunately, uh, and everyone was excited because they're like, we get to hang out with girls. I'm like, no, I don't want to see any girls. Oh yeah, you did it with a sorority. So we did it with our homecoming partners, Alpha Phi, and those girls were mean. They were so mean. They were like, they, they 
They kept calling them fat asses. Oh, shit. Stupid bitch. <laughs> fucking whore. Damn. Like, oh, my God. Jeez. Um, I also, you know, I'm not even that mad about doing sit-ups my own shit. I know we talked about that uh, another episode. It is what it is. I mean, everybody poops. Um, but um, what I didn't like was that they would pour Rickoloff vodka, which yeah. was like the, the cheapest brand of vodka you could find in a plastic bottle. Uh, they would pour that in the beer. Oh, really? No, see, that's not cool. So we'd have a gallon of beer, and they would pour Ooh. vodka in it. And then, and then later on, they were like, they're like, you guys are pussies. You know, it wasn't real Rickoloff vodka. It was uh, just water. And I'd be thinking to myself, no, you dipshit. Like, wait, why are you trying to save your ass now? I was with you when you bought that. And I was with you when you opened it and broke the seal. And I... I grew up on vodka. I know what it tastes like. That was some shitty ass fucking beer we had. Yeah, you'd be able to. You'd be able to smell it. Like what? <laughs> oh, and when you mention uh, all the cars being lined up, you know we would park like a block away from the woods, so the neighbors would know that we were getting hazed in these woods because they would see all these cars, and most of the cars were like Mustangs, you know. So there'd be all these nice cars lined up on the side of these, you know, these streets. And uh, I feel like most cases, um, cops will always come with dogs. And they, uh, the, the brothers would make us lay down in like a stream so that, quote unquote, the dogs couldn't snuff us out. But there was always a brother who would like poop in the woods. <laughs> so like, so I feel like it was counterintuitive. You know, the dogs are always hot on our trail because of someone's, you know, um, shit. And the cops wouldn't enter the woods too far because they get scared oh yeah they probably just did it just to get you guys out and, and maybe at the same time maybe the poop actually led the dogs away from your scent you know so it was a very helpful thing to do this time around you know i'm just saying i like to think positive about the poops that you put out in nature you know just saying the cops are probably all upset too you know so it probably ruined their day they were all like god damn it this is the 14th turd we found here this week let's go johnson nothing to see here <laughs> you guys were like 10 feet away. Uh, it was funny to hear because, I mean, I can't imagine being a cop and like walking into the woods with just like a flashlight and being like, hello? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Anybody no, no, no. out here? Is everyone okay? I've seen enough scary movies to know I'm not doing that shit whatsoever. I, I don't care how much you They're pay always me. like, fuck this. Yeah, Pace the shit. I don't give a flying fuck. Just don't just leave me out of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. We're most likely talking about Baltimore police here. So, uh, I mean, as long as there's uh, no minorities to frame out in the woods, uh, you'll be safe, you guys. So, haze away. The <laughs> 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 cops don't want any of that. <laughs> I was so scared of this event, though, because, I, because like, um, when I was a freshman in college, like, I wasn't really, like, hooking up too much, you know? And I just, I just remember... You know, hearing all these things in the news that there was like a herpes outbreak in oh, Towson yeah. University, like gross. So I know I I didn't like this event because I I didn't want to share drinks. You know, fast forward 15 years and I'm sucking dick as a form of hello. You know? But oh, at yes. the time, I was like, this is disgusting. We're all gonna get hepatitis. You know. Yeah, I'm, su I'm surprised more of us didn't get herpes. <laughs> now that you say that. Ugh. That's definitely an event I would not want to do again now that I think about it. For sure. Just because of that. <laughs> Gross! However, I can't really get down with the way that you had to do your DFYB, though. I can definitely see how that'd be a dangerous situation. I can't imagine adding vodka into the mix, so... That's a no-no, you guys. Don't do that shit to people 
Especially, you know, you don't know how small these guys are. And Simo was teeny in college. Like, literally, there was zero muscle tone or definition to him. He he looked like he had been starving to death since 1993, you guys. Yeah. So, you know, it was very, very dangerous. But but I persevered because I'm a tough bitch yeah. with no gag reflex. <laughs> None at all. None. Crazy. Insane. You can stick a whole samurai sword in there. And learn from the best. Hashtag Family Reunion 2004. <laughs> uh, speaking of ratchet things, um, did you have a scavenger hunt during your hell week? And if so, were you encouraged to drink and do ratchet things as much as we were? <laughs> I don't remember doing that during hell week, but maybe we did. I remember doing a scavenger hunt and we had to like like get dildos from girls and then yeah. um, and, like panties and things. And we had to do like yep. three-way kisses with two girls and a dude. And uh, Simo did it with two dudes instead, though. And he was like, you know, I just want to. Yeah, I was like, does this count? They won't know. (laughs) They have long hair. Um, I have long hair. They won't know. So uh, uh, I just remember a lot of the girls being upset because we never returned their panties. (laughs) Creep. We could. I couldn't find them. I was like, where's my friend's panties? Like, we promised we'd give them back. Like, where's the dildo? And and and, like all the guys were like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you mean, don't know. How does a dildo just disappear? Give, give us this vibrator back, you sick fuck. Little did they know that Simo actually was wearing them himself. <laughs> so that's actually where they were. Uh, he still has them to this day, you guys, and he'll never return them. So just give up on that. But yeah, I got, I got really ratchet during scavenger hunt because for us, um, it was one of the nights during Hell Week, one of the later nights. I think it was the night after Jeopardy. And all rules of Hell Week were off. For that night. And you could sleep in your own place. You could do whatever you want. But you had to do this list of things. And so, a lot, like Simo said, a lot of it included things with girls. And uh, a lot of it included, you know, like stealing road signs. Get a picture with an alumni who lives in the area. Shit like that. But for me, I made sure to just try to take as many of the ratchet things that I could. You know, like I did do the triple kiss. <laughs> I did a bunch of the triple kisses. I, yeah. I did too. Yeah, Ooh, buddy. No. I think the girls <laughs> were like, this is safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough for foul. Super safe with you. <laughs> I, I got a lot of underwear. I got, there was one where it was to take a picture of a girl with you, know, with you and the girl's boobs in it, but obviously her face not in it. And then another one, which was to get girls to write Rush and the fraternity name on it. On, like, the girl's boobs, you know? Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I got me a couple of those. And then I also spent the night with a lady that night uh, since I didn't have to return to the fraternity house. And, you know, why go back to your bed where you can sleep in someone else's? She uh, just uh, gave me an oral exam, if you know what I mean. And I How did you do? Oh, I totally failed that. I uh, finished way too quick. I uh, didn't know all the answers whatsoever. And then I just ran away oh, crying. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I just got ratchet during that one and basically like as soon as they set us free I remember I bought a 30 pack and just started drinking out of it and it was like okay I'm gonna see where this 30 takes me uh, and it was me and like a bunch of like three other people in a car together and then we would complete tasks so I'd be like alright you guys park here I'll be right back I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get this triple kiss or <laughs> get this picture of a chick's tits However, here's the thing. At the time, you know, phone cameras weren't that good. So you needed to have a digital camera to take the pictures. 
So for yep. one of the boot pictures where I'm in it with like my thumbs up, I had to get someone else to come in to take the picture. So I basically had to explain to the girl like, okay, like you have to let me be in the picture, but you have to let someone take the picture. And it was so awkward. Like any sexiness that could have potentially come from it definitely was ruined with the whole someone else being there no i was just i remember awkward. going to my dorm and we had this this big guy on my floor and i was like will you please shave your chest and then just hold your, hold your nips and lift lift up your tatters a little bit so it looks like i got a picture of a, of a big girl oh my god and they you were like brothers probably jerked off to that what the fuck was this like guys guys this is my mom <laughs> Don't discriminate. <laughs> you said you wanted boobs, right? Gosh. Hey, all boobs need love too, okay? Well, those are all the ones that I remember. Well, that's all I remember, but there's a lot that I'm sure was fun that I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, as, as memories come to us, we'll be able to do more episodes on this stuff. Because that's the way memories work, you guys. They come to you and you say them. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Woo! But once memories cut, man, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you guys. You know, it's like our brains are working overtime here. We have a lot of brothers have a lot to say, but they're too scared to get on, on the uh, podcast. That's true. However, I've also seen the shoe on the other foot when, when we first started the show. They were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to have a podcast where you tell people about our secrets and all the things that you guys did. Yeah, you're so wacky. And now they're like, ooh, the show's great. Can we get on the show? And I'm like, no. Suck it. You had your chance. Now you can't no. get on. Now we tell the stories. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Fuck you. Well, on that note. And make sure you follow us on all social channels. At Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That is on Twitter. And that is on Facebook. And not TikTok yet. Because we have not learned our Frat Chat choreography yet enough to start twerking on TikTok. But we will soon. And uh, until then, make sure you follow me on TikTok at Carlos Does The World. Along with on Instagram. And on Facebook. And at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And make sure you follow my good buddy Simo over here. At Chris.Moore. Dot comedy on Instagram and at Seymour Comedy on the Twitter. <laughs> Mr. Mount, get us out of here, please. And for all those brothers that didn't believe in us, look at me now. I'm on a <laughs> mattress on the floor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Getting peed on. Yeah. <laughs> Happy on. Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> Fleet Week. Um, okay, so so I motioned to adjourn this meeting. And I suck it. Holler. We'll be back next week, you guys. See you. Bye. Happy Pride. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.